you could do Park MGM Wednesday night, Aria Thursday night, Vidara Friday, Saturday, if it's... I don't want to switch twice. Yeah, I mean, it's like a three-minute walk both times, right? But it's also like you got to check out, then you got to check in. That's all I just yeah. lost time. Sure. No place to shit. Howdy, it's Tuesday, March 28th, 2023, and this is episode 198 of Do For A Win, the Atlantic City and Casino Biz podcast. I'm Kyle Askin, joined as always by Craig Stone. What's good, Craig? Three weeks from tomorrow, <laughs> we will be in Las Vegas. That seems impossibly close. That's right. So that's something to look forward to. That is good. Just to give a little Vegas update, I still have absolutely no idea when or how I'm going home, but yeah, we'll figure it out. You could bike it. You could dust off the bike. I don't think that's happening. <laughs> yeah, I still don't know where I'm staying Friday or Saturday night. <laughs> you don't know if you're staying Saturday night. Right. It's good. I have canceled my Crockford's room, so that that has been done. It seemed like there was getting to be some consensus about moving towards city center for everyone, and then just like nobody's booked anything. I mean, that's fine. It, is it getting more expensive or cheaper? Or Like, I heard people were like, oh, it's cheaper now. And then I looked, and it was way, way more expensive than when I booked. So I did not change anything. Friday and Saturday has gotten significantly more expensive. So anybody who's waiting, I think, is foolish. I'm balking a little bit at the prices. I mean, I sort of feel like I should just say screw everyone and use my mm -hmm. win slots gems and go to win for Friday and Saturday, which I can now do. I yeah, have that's enough. fine. I mean, you should do it. Like, this is the reason you've been running this god-awful program on your phone for a year or whatever. More than that. But it, it feels a little bit dickish to be there on, especially Saturday night, when the group is smaller, and then just be like, ah, screw you all, I'm going to be way up the strip at wind. Well, Andy's going to be there too, right? No. At he's Resorts at, World? He's at Waldorf Astoria now. He switched. Oh, he switched. <laughs> so he switched to come back down, and then you'd be like, all right, I'm yeah, going to right. North Strip. So like, I would feel a little bit bad about that. <laughs> Our friend Tommy has said that he will just book wherever I'm booked. Oh, I thought he was actually staying with you. He's just going to book in the same place. Yeah, he wants his own room. And so then mm -hmm. Wynn would be like 600 bucks. So that yeah. seems seems like a lot. I mean, I would offer to just split that room. but So you're complaining about everyone else not booking, but you also have not booked? Correct, Yes. And you are directly influencing other people. Yes, exactly. But I can't handle the weight of that the responsibility. Sheep of the group who need you to lead them, shepherd them to a hotel. They're fools if they think that my indecisive ass <laughs> yeah, is going to be the that, one decision. Like, a pretty bad decision, knowing you. So, there, you know, there was some talk of Park MGM. Sure, that's right next to Aria. I mean, like, it is. It's connected. literally connected. <laughs> it's like 500 bucks. It's more than 500 bucks for Friday and Saturday, which I'm a little bit like, oof. Each or no, total? total? That's expensive, but... New York, New York would be cheaper. Yeah, but it's New York, New York. I'd yeah. rather personally stay at Park MGM. It's possible I could get Friday or Saturday comps at New York, New York and not at Park MGM, so I don't mm -hmm. know. There's always Excalibur. That's true. Excalibur... I mean, Excalibur is not as cheap as it should be, let's be honest. <laughs> I can't get any nights comped at Excalibur, which is insane. What? Nope. 20 bucks, I think, Wednesday, 40 Thursday. And then it's over right. 100 Friday and Saturday. Don't do this. Don't you do me, it. You made me do the clicking. No. Don't do it. It's too late, man. Why don't you go through some history while I uh, so, well, before that, check my situation? So I was going to switch to Park MGM because Andy moved to Park MGM for Wednesday and Thursday from Aria. Mm -hmm. 
And so I was going to switch because it would have been cheaper. It would have been, I could have gotten one night comp through my Vegas. The next night would have been like 72 bucks or something, which would have been a lot cheaper than Vidara. And then I was looking at the rooms and I was like, no, I'm going to do what I said I'm going to do and pay for the room I actually want to stay in, which is Vidara, which looks a lot nicer to me than the Park MGM rooms. So I'm doing that, sticking with it. This is significantly more expensive than what I booked. Yes. So. No, it's gone way up. So that is Vegas talk. 1898 in Atlantic City, the town that people actually care about, unlike mm -hmm. this knockoff version over yes. there in Vegas. We've already talked about the Steel Pier opening, which is pretty big. I mean, I don't know how you top that in 1898. But Atlantic City Hospital also opened from AtlanticCare.org. Atlantic City Hospital opens at 26 South Ohio Avenue and admits first patient, 11-year-old Gussie Johan, who suffered a broken leg after falling off a carriage when a goat frightened his horse. And if that's not the most 1898 injury you've ever heard in your life, I don't know what is. Uh, so I think it's generally the same location. It's right around the same location as it was then. It's not the same building, I don't think, because a new one was built like less than 20 years later or like started to be built less than 20 years later. The current location, the address is on Pacific Avenue, but it mm -hmm. is at Ohio and Pacific. So what about 1998? So we've already talked about the Atlantic City Surf's inaugural season, which we'll get to later in the episode. But the Hotel Iroquois, later the Hotel Ludi, Hotel Senator, and King David Care Center was imploded to make room for an expansion of resorts. Yeah, I think it's just an empty lot, a surface lot. Not an empty lot, a surface parking lot now. Mm. Not I, I do resorts. know of a surface lot right outside of resorts. I can't tell if it's the main one that you actually would be go using at the resorts. The one we, or we went to the time that Daryl McEwen gave us a ride down yeah, the I, Caesars. From what I could tell from old postcards, I think it's actually the one across the street from that one that is just like a paid surface lot. Mm. Certainly nothing that is Atlantic City, that is, I mean, <laughs> resorts related. So at one time, it was the home of the WLDB radio station as the King David Care Center. It was a nursing home known for admitting AIDS patients, but that facility went bankrupt in 1997. So that's it. So how was your trip to Atlantic City? It was awesome, man. I can't believe it. I had such a good time staying at Borgata, just <laughs> finally going with my wife. No. So we would have had an episode last week if I was actually going to Borgata. The plan was an episode last week and an episode this week. And we are in the process of buying a house. So we decided that that was too much stress to take on. We already went through the whole negotiating process while at Hershey Lodge with my parents and my brother and my sister-in-law, my niece and my kids. And that was a lot. And then we were like, do we really want to go now again one week later and do the same thing where we're dealing with all this shit? And we decided, no, we did not. And so <laughs> we didn't go to Atlantic City. So yet again, I mean, this trip's just never happening, right? Like we've punted on this. So, so many times. It's like a meme at this point. I think this is like to celebrate our fifth anniversary or something, and we've been married <laughs> for like 35 years now. So, I mean, it does seem like it's just not going to happen, so you should probably just stop trying. Yeah. I think the next trip that I go with her is probably going to be like a family trip. I think it's going to be either like ocean with your family or something, or <laughs> it's going to be showboat water park, baby. I mean, I, I know we talked about it on the podcast, and I, I made work plans to be able to take off the second week of june like june 9th or something but you said there's no way you're going to be able to go then so it's going to be did i say there's no way i would be able to go i i think that's what you told me i'd really like to be able to go <laughs> at least for a day 
Yeah, I mean, that's what I thought, too. I mean, like I said, I, I have made plans at work already to take off June 9th because you proclaimed that you had to go that weekend. But last time I talked to you about it, you're like, it's just not happening. So if you want to revise that like you did last time, you said you weren't going to go to Atlantic City with me, though, that'd be great. That's a good point. You know, as it gets closer, I'm willing to, like, shoehorn things in a little more. <laughs> just not if it's a trip with my wife. Right. Right. Yeah. Just so we're clear on what my priorities are. AC with mm -hmm. Kyle way up here at the ceiling. Yeah. You can't see my hands, but it's basically touching the ceiling. Trip with my wife down at the floor. Yeah, that'd be good. Maybe we could get some, some more people to go on, on the 9th and 10th or something if we do that. What sucks is that was the last weekend of the season that I could get Borgata comped. Uh-huh. And now I'm going to go to Vegas and stay in an MGM property. Ruin your comps, and I'll never get another Borgata comp ever again. So I mean, it's you could just gamble at MGM. Although it seems like there's going to be a not much gambling happening on the Vegas trip, from what I could tell. I mean, I will by be people who aren't me and Taylor closing like five days before that. So my gambling budget is going to be small, and and I'm not upset about that because when I think about all the stuff I want to do in Vegas. The gambling is like very low on the list and the ideal day for me is sort of like doing a ton of other stuff and then, you know, stopping at some slots here and there, sitting at a table game. Ha, <laughs> table game, yeah, right. Uh, for an sitting hour at the video something. poker bar until six in the morning. <laughs> I will be doing the video poker bar. <laughs> so I was watching Matt Bridger videos and I mean, he's going to be in AC around that June 9th time, which is part of why I wanted to go. Right. I mean, the whole reason I wanted to. That is the entire reason that, that you told me to save that date. So I was watching one recently where, you know, he's from the UK. So he's on UK time, which is eight hours ahead of Vegas. And he like fell asleep, woke up at midnight and gambled until 630 in the morning. And he's walking around Mandalay Bay. Like the video poker bars are closed. So there are like three people in all of Mandalay Bay. And he's saying how much he loves it. And I'm like, this is so depressing. Like, I hate that feeling. I love it. I mean, you you know, I love waking up early in the morning to go gamble when there's nobody on the floor. I think it's one thing if you're awake, right, and you've slept. But when you're still awake and they're, like, oh, no. vacuuming the casino carpet and all the bars are closed and you see the, like, chains down on the stores and everything, like, that really sucks. So I don't like that feeling at all. I mean, I'm, like, very different than I used to be when we would go gambling. And I, I, I don't think you were ever around for, like, my, like, real hardcore gambling days. No. But there was a trip where I, I think, shared a bed with Dave, but I was never in bed, like, with Dave because <laughs> he would get up and start his day at 7 or 8 in the morning before I actually went to sleep. So That sounds more like with the first couple times I went to Vegas. Like, there were nights where I was up and the sun would come up. Yeah, for sure. Last time I went to Vegas or, or you know, I, I remember there was a couple nights like it was always me and Chris that would stay up until like, you know, eight or nine in the morning. But for sure, there was definitely several times that that I was coming home with the sun coming up in Vegas, which is three hours even behind me. So so not that I even want to do that at uh -huh. near, near 40 years old. I, I'm certainly not not doing that anymore. I mean, I'm going to go to bed at, you know, 10 o'clock or something. So so random thought I just had the increase in table limits everywhere has robbed you of even the possibility of having that experience would you really just gamble for like 10 hours through the night now given that it's probably going to be like 25 dollar craps 50 dollar pie gal yes okay i mean the the one night that me and chris were playing at planet hollywood the entire night 
that was at a $25 table. I mean, there wow. was like on, on weekend nights before it was $25 at the nice casinos, I think. Now it's a thousand. Like, especially, especially, you know, the casinos like Planet Hollywood that would have dancers come in and, oh, and everything. So yeah. again, we've gotten onto Vegas. What about AC? Hmm. So uh, uh, another thing, unfortunately, for our June 9th and 10th trip that's definitely happening is that Angeloni 2's is going to be closed. <laughs> Angeloni 2's? Angeloni's 2? Two. <laughs> Angeloni 2's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if he was like Angeloni Jr., Angeloni the <laughs> second, that would make a lot of sense because I still don't know why it's Angeloni's 2. I'm assuming he had another restaurant somewhere. But yeah, it's closing April 30th. Not to be confused with Angelo's Fairmount Tavern, which is like two blocks away, by the way. Could it be related? Could that be why it's Angeloni's 2? I too? tried to Angeloni's, figure it out. Angeloni's 2, yeah. I tried to figure it out. I don't think so. Hmm. Angeloni's is on Arctic and Georgia Avenues. It's run by Alan Angeloni. He's retiring. He's like, uh-huh. done with this. I, I think see. it's it's. I think it's more upscale than mm-hmm. Angelo's Fairmont Tavern, from what I can tell from the pictures. I don't know if that's actually true. The food looks extremely good, so I'm sad that we that we missed out, but I never even considered it. Mm-hmm. So that's Angeloni 2's. <laughs> <Angeloni's> two. <laughs> so get in your last trip in the month of April if you can. Yep. Then updates that are not closings. Mm-hmm. The big announcement that came out in the last three weeks, the Water Club at Borgata will be renamed. They're doing $55 million of room redesign and renovations. They're going to totally redo how the rooms look. They're going to add some corner suites, some luxury corner suites. I don't know if they're combining rooms or what they're doing with that. I couldn't find any specifics, but it seems like they're going to be basically all new rooms. And they're changing the name. So no more Water Club, which is a little sad because it's going to be MGM Tower. What do you think of the name MGM Tower? I I absolutely hate it. Just a stupid, stupid name. Yep. I couldn't agree more. So $55 million... You know, when Showboat said they were going to spend $50 million to renovate their rooms, we said, ooh, that's not even close to enough. This is a ridiculous amount. I mean, I, I don't think it's exactly the same because while I know people were saying water club rooms were getting a little bit long in the tooth, I'm sure that they need less than these Showboat rooms needed, especially as they sat vacant for years or whatever. Yeah, I stayed in a water club room, I think, last fall. Mm-hmm. It was very nice. It was a little de- like a little old. Right. And we and I mean like the building's only twenty years old. Borgata, I think, is only twenty years old. Right. Because <laughs> everything was like this is for the twentieth anniversary, but that's not the water club, that's yeah. the Borgata. Oh my gosh, I can't believe you're using your computer during a podcast. And it's just horrible. Like who would <laughs> do such it. a thing? I know. Uh two thousand eight. Yep. So fifteen years. Fifteen years. Wow, that can that opened quick after the original Borgata. Anyways, that's water club news. R.I.P. Water Club. Hello, MGM Tower. MGM Tower. It is really it's just horrible. an awful name. It could. It, I mean, MGM MGM Suite. Give it something. Right. It's not suites. You can't call it MGM Suites when you just get a normal room. They. I think not they like call the room suites. I think they call the greatest hotel of all time the Rio All Suites or yeah, whatever they true. called it. That's a good point. Which we'll be at because we're going to go see Penn and Teller. But no more Vegas talk. Anyways, I stayed there in like 2008. It was very nice. I don't think it's nice anymore. Uh, no, I don't, I don't think they've done anything since then, so. Yeah. It's, this reminds me of, like, you know how Mandalay Bay Delano, before it was uh-huh. Delano, was THE, in all caps, hotel. hotel. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. This is like that. MGM Tower. There's only one self-named casino tower in my heart, and that is the Ballet Tower. 
<laughs> I can't make room for any other towers. Yeah, there's no, like, there's, there's not a Caesar's Tower. There's no. not a Tropicana Tower. Nope. Only Bally's Tower and MGM Tower. There are lots of ocean towers, but they're not at ocean. Oh, that's true. Yeah, there are lots of ocean towers. And you don't really want to stay in any of them. I mean, I can only think of Caesars and resorts, but... Right, that's it. But still, that's two that aren't at ocean. Yeah. <laughs> and neither are great. Although I've heard that Ocean Tower's been refurbished in Caesars, and it's supposed to be very nice now. But when I stayed right before the pandemic, it was horrible. So, <laughs> so I think that's all the news, except for data. Yeah. Good talk. Episode over. Do you want to mention there was a big, big hubbub about this $3 billion deal that the city maybe just signed about Baderfield, which I think actually guarantees nothing? Yeah, let's do it. No, that's it. I mean, I think that's what we have to say. I mean, I think they signed an agreement that some company is going to look into making a race car track at Baderfield. Yeah, so this was one of the two, I mean, the plans that anybody's been talking about for the last couple of years. This was this like auto enthusiast development, as they're calling it. And the other one was this Bart Blatstein thing that he held a press conference for and was just like, yeah, I'll do this mm -hmm. with, with no, you know, neither of them had any city or state backing until now. So Mayor Marty Small has signed a memorandum of understanding saying they can look into the feasibility of this, right? Yeah, I, I think that's pretty much it. So they're saying it could be completed in about five years. And then they throw in, you know, housing, retail, like every development plan has right. housing and retail. It doesn't come for years and years and years. National Stadium, I'm looking at you. It's supposed to have a rec center. Presumably <laughs> they would get rid of Surf Stadium, a.k.a. the Sandcastle. And I just cannot abide. Yeah, I'm sure it's super nice now. Just sitting out in the weather for 20 years with nothing going on. So every once in a while I come in and I see it and I'm like, it's it looks... Like, it just needs a little bit of touching up. Like, the seats, it's not that old. Mm. And it looks like the colors, it's so nice and teal. But I saw a video, actually, where they somebody goes inside. Let me tell you, the inside, not in good shape. <laughs> You'll be shocked to know. I'm that very this, surprised. Basically, abandoned baseball stadium is not in good shape. Next time we go get ripped at Vagabonds, we can just sneak over and we try to sneak in. Yeah, it's probably not that hard. Yeah, probably not. We got an email from Pat G, mm -hmm. legendary Pat G, who sent us 19 questions or however many it was for the last mailbag episode. Yeah. I don't think it was actually 19, but he only has a few this time. Some of them we've already talked about on the podcast. So number one, he pointed out that your audio quality was not very good in episode 195. It was not. Not episode one, but not episode two through 194. I would like to point out he's not talking about last episode. 197. Which my audio quality was also awful. Yeah. He yeah. said, considering the deep levels of Patreon support, I expect top quality audio. Defend uh, yourself. Uh, I mean, I think there is no defense. I would also appreciate having top quality audio, no matter how little our patrons really do to help us out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I record this in my basement uh, in a wide open room, as everyone suggests you need to do if you're recording a <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Most important thing. But I'm right next to the hot water heater, which turned on in the episode. And I think the uh, noise canceling just, just completely messed up my audio. And then last episode, we recorded the whole episode. <laughs> and then you were like, uh, I didn't I didn't have a recording on my side, which we figured out why this time, because my software didn't work. So we'll see how my audio is this episode. Hopefully it's better again, because we were trying something new. Yeah, it took us about 45 minutes before this episode to get actually started. No, but I, I, do, I do want to have decent audio, so I'm sorry, Patchy. 
I think your feedback is very appropriate. I mean, I feel like we generally have pretty good quality audio compared to other podcasts. I, uh, I think to. so, too. You'd be surprised. I listen to some podcasts that are, you know, like orders of magnitude more popular than ours. And sometimes I'm just like, my breath is taken away by by how bad the audio can be sometimes. But yeah, it wasn't it wasn't good in episode 195. I'm sorry. It was my fault. Thank you for apologizing and taking ownership. <laughs> right. <laughs> Blame our uh, our our editor. He he didn't do a good job that episode. What, <laughs> sir? All right. Pat has another question. He says, "My wife mentioned the marijuana dispensary coming to Claridge. She was bummed, thinking it will increase boardwalk problems. I said it shouldn't affect much. It's just giving people more options who are there to have fun. Boardwalk people won't source from Claridge. Any thoughts? I agree completely. I don't think it's going to change anything. I don't think." there's going to be any more high people wandering around than there are already right i mean i think in terms of like causing problems i think alcohol is also a much bigger problem than marijuana anyway so i don't think it's going to be a big difference either yeah i agree i mean, I mean I, and just in terms of societal problems in general i think alcohol is probably a bigger problem than marijuana so and here we were stumping for drinking on the boardwalk oh well, i mean I'm, I'm still stumping for it yeah but i think you know before you allow that you should allow marijuana as well but I know people have different opinions, which is fine. I don't have much else to add on that. He also said, I found Hey They Coffee during my late December trip. Really enjoyed that spot. Have you been there? Small but mighty. Have you been to Hey Day Coffee? I have not, though I know you have many times, so I'll let no, you I've answer. I've only been once. Oh, really? You're not a, hey, you're not a coffee drinker anyway. I, so. I, yeah, I don't, I don't drink coffee. So it used to be where Cuzzy's Pizza is now. Where I also have not been. Um, it was briefly the Iron Room. Like the very Where I also iron. have not been. Yeah. So that was heyday. And I went did, with my Did you brother. go to both Iron Room locations? I don't think I was ever at the smaller one. The one on Tennessee? Not the one on Albany? I was at the one on Albany. Mm -hmm. I don't think I was ever at the one on Tennessee. Cause, well, I think that you sort of went and it was like Iron Room, but they just put you in rhythms, Rhythm and Spirits. Oh, okay. So it was like the Iron Room menu, but at Rhythm and Spirits. I Anyways... See. So it is now on New York Avenue. We're talking about Heyday Coffee. It's on New York Avenue out past Irish Pub and the former Bure space. I have not been to the new one. But speaking of Bure, he made a note that he found the Cajun place nearby, Heyday meaning. And he was psyched for a summer visit there, but it seemed like it was permanently closed, which we talked about two episodes ago. It is permanently closed. It is becoming cardinal. So go back and listen to the entire episode 196 if you want to hear that discussion. What about this last item from his email? Would you like to read it? Or He says, it's been a long time since Kyle had that nice English lady, lady Eleanor from Route 40 on. Can you bring her back, maybe with her mate? That would be Bill. Mm -hmm. The city has changed a lot since our previous interview. What do you think? I mean, I don't know why all the pressure has to be on me for this. Uh, yeah, because I, you were the only one on. I was like, I guess. you know, single-handedly raising a child. <laughs> you were you're t taking your due for a win, industry-leading paternity leave. Yeah, platinum package, indeed, paid for by our patrons. Yeah, yeah. I reached out to Eleanor a bit ago and said I'll have her on if she keeps sending out her newsletter. So, which has been stop and start for a while. So I, I'd love to have them back on, independent of how active the, the site is or not. Maybe we need to make it happen. And, you know, selfishly, I'd also like to figure out some way to make the site make sense for them, because I think it was a big benefit to the city when it was working, especially now that, you know, Press of AC is, is cutting back pretty significantly, or it frankly has been cutting back pretty significantly since we've started this podcast. So 
Yeah, I mean, it's been 130, 129 episodes since she mm-hmm. was on. We haven't really had any guests at all in a long time. We used to have guests like maybe every 10 episodes. No more. Was she the last guest that we had? It's possible. It is possible. We should have guests again. It's so much work, though. It's, it's so hard to schedule. I mean, it's hard enough for us to schedule for just the two of us, so. Yeah, I mean, every podcast has this conversation. But mm-hmm. Maybe once I'm in a house and I've got my little podcast, my soundproof podcast studio, not next to a water heater, I can finally make these things happen. No, I, I would love to have Bill and Eleanor. I think it would be good. Agreed. So thanks for those questions, Patchy. You are a question-asking machine, and we really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. What about data? February data. It's almost the end of March, but we got it in just before the buzzer. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. Well, assuming this episode goes up before April, but we'll see. That's true. We have data from February. It was $215 million, up very slightly, up just over 1% from last year's data. I see now that our headings are wrong, but that's fine. We could fix that. <laughs> yes, they say it's 2022. <laughs> Indeed. Borg, number one. Shocking. Truly shocking business. $57.5 million. Uh, Hard Rock, number two, at $37.5 million. And then Ocean, number three, at $26 million which is pretty low for them, but looks like the next highest was Harris at $21 million, so they weren't in any real danger of being overtaken and deciding that bet. Yeah. What do you take away from this data? Uh, by the way, this this does settle our, our bet about uh, any casinos being under $10 million. There were none, unfortunately. So Sad for you. Very sad. Give me my $5. Yeah. <laughs> You're supposed to say you'll get your $5 when I get my Hard Rock meal. That's true. Which I think is like five or six years do now not yep. quite no that's the link that we've been doing the podcast it's probably like four years i think it was 2018 oh we've been doing the podcast for eight years dude no way it's about 2015 <laughs> i don't know what to tell you <laughs> yeah not a whole lot jumps out to me i mean ocean is down 11 and a half percent year over year which seems super weird it seems like they were just very unlucky at the tables from what i could gather compared is that is that what others. it said you you got you gathered the data not me so i didn't look at it but. yeah i mean that's about it that will happen from time to time. Golden Nugget was down almost 14%. That's because we clean, cleaned them out? <laughs> yeah, sure, I sure <laughs> did. Despite our best attempts to keep them well into the green. Yeah. The black, I guess. It was another good month. And and really, like February 2022, I think, was a really good month. And so for this to be above that seems really good. It's surprising to me that the last two Februarys have been like noticeably better and like, really, historically, February is almost always better than January. Like, that seems a little weird to me, but maybe people are, like, not traveling after December because they just traveled a ton. People have a little bit of spending money again after, you know, wasting all of their money at Christmas time, which is, like, On other I think, a, re- a real thing that money. people do, I think. Yeah, so. that's true. Yeah, that's I'm sure that's it. Like, you mm-hmm. know, who, who schedules travel in January? But there's, like, holidays in January. There's, you know, long weekends and stuff. And there's a long weekend in both months. Nope. No long weekends in February, certainly no President's Day. <laughs> Some places get like a full week off in February. Shit's crazy. Anyways, <laughs> that's the data. Incredible content. Good talk. Absolutely the best. Yeah, it's a good month. It's a good month. Golden Nugget dead last. We talked about that. Uh, yeah. As as usual. I don't know. No, I don't, nothing else really jumped out of me. It was just good start to the year again. So like last year, good start to the year. Yeah. This was a short episode, man. We spent more time trying to fix your audio than we did actually talking about stuff. We did. 
but we got there. Maybe we'll we'll see how it turns out, and we'll see if you have to put up the recording from your side again. Yeah, and I'll have to apologize again to Patchy. <laughs> I want you to write a personal <laughs> apology. I'll handwrite it to. Patchy. We'll get yeah, his address, yeah. and I'll, I'll mail it to him. Yeah. Did he order a shirt? We might already have his address. I probably <laughs> did. Uh, yeah, he sent he sent a picture of of him in his shirt to our Facebook group. So I have the shirts now. Mm-hmm. I think there's only four or five left. They were just in a huge box that you gave me. Mm-hmm. And I folded them up and they're folded up in a stack. It's literally like a 12 inch by 8 inch uh-huh. square that's like 8 inches tall. It's a tiny stack, but they were just loose in this giant box. And it was just hilarious I mean, now that they're like literally just sitting on a shelf in my closet taking up no space at all. Whatever, 80 shirts in it at the start. So but, they just never, never migrated it out. But the fact that you brought that box to Atlantic City made me dispose of that box in a trash can in the parking garage in Golden Nugget. No, no, you disposed of it in the uh, Noyes Arts parking garage. No, no, I didn't. It was a Oh, you took it with you. Left. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz it had it had the Phoenix Wright games in it. It did. Hey, how, how's that going? Have you beaten the first one? No, no. Oh, um, on, I'm only like halfway through chapter 2 and then I I'm like Jones in for it now. And then I, I give it to you. Then I started playing uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild again because the next one's coming out. And so why not replay a game that I already sunk 230 hours into the first time around? That sounds like a lot. It's a lot. It's a long game. I, I looked, I beat the game, and it was like 40 hours, though I did not well, 40 hours do quick. everything that you did. I should be playing Phoenix Wright. And you should. It's fun. I, like, it, it, it literally sat in a box in my basement for 10 years, and I did not think about it a single time until I gave it to you, and now I'm like, I really want to play this Phoenix Wright game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, if you want to reach out to us or any of our other listeners, you can do so at our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash do for a win. Find all of our great content and buy one of Craig's four shirts at do for a uh, Send Craig questions on Twitter at do for a win or me at Kyle Askin. And you can also send Craig questions via email to do for a win at gmail.com. Any last words, Craig? If you want a shirt, if you really need it to be a souvenir, I will wear the shirt. While we record a podcast, wow. and it will be like a game-worn shirt, I don't... and then I'll send it to you. No, if this is, like, the path you want to go down. This but... is this is like the cam girls who, like, send their panties out. Like, you can buy their panties. <laughs> I mean, it's your life. I don't really care, I guess. But... You can also buy my panties, my podcast-worn panties. Uh, yes, well, no, this is not a... This is our OnlyFans. <laughs> well... Two for a win. Patreon did not work out, so we have gone into a very weird direction here we came so close to 200 episodes but now <laughs> we've been canceled <laughs> uh is next episode going to be all vegas planning what's the deal it's going to be like two days before we go to vegas yeah we're going to drive some race cars we're going to go see penn and teller you i hear really want to go to two other shows so we have to figure out how to fit those in two other shows a day yeah a day. You want to do like the shitty afternoon shows that no one goes to, and then you want to go to like a Cirque show, and then just like hang at a bar where cocktails are twenty five dollars. I think that's your plan. Indeed. Yeah. I was looking up bars. I won't say that I have a spreadsheet because I definitely do. I was telling myself I wasn't going to do that this trip, and then I was like, "Fine, I'll mm-hmm. do it," because people were asking. Who? Andy and Paul. Not, I think they were more asking in like a mocking way. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I was looking up bars that I want to go to, and one of them's Nomad at Park MGM. Let me tell you when that place closes. This is the bar. Mm-hmm. 11 p.m. on weeknights. 
1 a.m. on weekends. What kind of suburban ass hours are those? Yeah, that, that is that is this like is that Las is like Vegas. Laurel Applebee's hours or something. That is ridiculous. Bars in College Park, Maryland, which close way too early, are open later than that. It's terrible. It's true. Can't stand it. This is not Vegas closing at eleven o'clock. You know who would never close that early is the bar at Times Square at New York, New York. That place sucked. You know what also you think is probably would think sucks that I'm definitely planning to go to. The amount of editing you're going to have to do of this? No, it's like 28 minutes long. <laughs> the chocolate bar at New York, New York. I'm getting myself a Hershey Kiss signature martini. I had ice cream today. It was good. It's basically the same thing. As you know, that is the only dessert that I really like. Yeah. Green tea, matcha ice cream. Very good. It's better when it's in a huge size of your face ice cream sandwich at the ocean <laughs> when you can sit there eating it while also playing what is the what's the video poker machine dream card dream card mm. all right anyways we'll see you all in Vegas live episode live number 200 in Vegas I'm on strike now from the last 5 minutes of that podcast <laughs> all right we'll see you all in a couple weeks A 201 is technically our 200th anniversary of an episode, right? What? Think what? about it. What? That's not how that works. Our first anniversary of having an episode is episode two. People like big round numbers, Kyle. <laughs> 201. Come on.